Hello, 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 and welcome to another brand new episode coming to you from the cartridge right out of the box, right? Remember that smell of the cartridge right out of the box? Remember that, kids? That shit was the best, okay? So it's a brand new Arcade Bros brought to you on Before I Radio Network. You can find us on Stitcher. You can also find us on iTunes. I'm your host, Player One, Stephen Mooney, and my co-host, Player Two, Kyle Mooney. So, Kyle, I know we've, uh, we've taken a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, a lot of shit happened. Kyle and I actually were... Uh, you ever see the uh, Legend of Neil? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kyle and I basically were playing the you old school... You may call me Old Man. I, I, I did. Old, old man. man. Actually, if you haven't checked out Legend of Neil, I highly recommend to go to YouTube right now uh, or after the show. You know what I mean. And definitely check out uh, Legend of Neil. It's about three seasons. They're really big, short like uh, YouTube videos. Fucking hilarious. But Kyle and I, we were uh, drunk playing a game of Super Mario... And then we uh, got sucked into the game, so Kyle and I were, uh, you know, Mario and Luigi. We had a battle and everything like that. So, but our princess was in another castle, and then we came back. So we're uh, we're back. We're ready to uh, get this going. We're here to bring you the brand new show on this all new Tuesday morning for you, kitty. So download us and enjoy. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, there's a bunch of bunch of stuff we want to talk about. A great new uh, bunch of topics. Apparently, uh, the Wii U. Now, the Wii U came out last year, probably in November. Um, I liked it. I bought, picked it up, played it. It was a fun Woo-hoo! system. So that, but apparently it hasn't been doing too well because a lot of people have said uh, they didn't know it was a brand new system. They all thought right. it was a new handheld. So apparently now uh, Kyle found this story. Uh, it's uh, uh, over in the U.K.? It's actually it's starting in the U.K. because it, um, I guess the numbers there were lower. Like There's not a lot of titles, and when a lot of things come out overseas... Unless it's like Japan or or the Asian market, it really doesn't trickle down to the other markets as well or as quickly. But usually, if it trickles down into America, then it'll trick quicker over, you know, in the European market. Yeah. So it was advertised first on a site called VentureBeat, and they had uh, talked about this bundle that was coming out, and I guess it's coming out here as well. Like I think uh, on the seventeenth of February, so okay. this weekend. Uh, and you should see it in the stores hopefully by Tuesday. I'm not sure if they're going to do midnight. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Nintendo usually, for some reason, Nintendo likes to release their stuff on Sundays. Right. Now. And so I think because more their, their understanding of the Sunday paper, you know, you, you sit down and you get that Sunday paper and you go, oh, cool, look what's came out. I'm going to run to the store. Where most of the titles come out like midnight yeah, Tuesday. Uh, yeah, midnight, midnight yeah, Monday, Monday slash Tuesday. Um, yeah, I'm looking at this. It looks like it's a Zombie U deluxe uh, box set. Um, now, I did get Zombie U. Um, it's a great game. It's a, One thing about that game is is you will die a lot. It's basically mm. a big uh, trial and error, but it's a fantastic game. Uh, but what I like about this is not only do you get the uh, the 32-bit... Um, not 32-bit. The 30... Uh, yeah, that It's horrible. huge! It's huge! <laughs> the 32-gigabyte um, system. You also get the copy of the Zombie Wii U game, which is good because Nintendo is actually kind of really pushing towards mature games now, which is really good for them. Because yeah, really especially this system because I think a lot of people, like we talked about it, who got the Wii? There was like your grandmother. Yeah, it was it grandmother. Was like it was little kids that. and stuff. And they and really, they really didn't gear towards uh, hardcore gamers that basically made them who they were. You know, you and I grew up on the you know the Nintendo Entertainment Center <laughs> system, and you know they had a lot of good concept of games, and they did the Super Nintendo, and then I think it was the N sixty four where it really kind of they had some mature games, but they did do a lot of uh, kitty games. But what also well, they had the, like games like Narc, which were, there was no rating at that time. So you're like, cool, let's rent it, and then you sit there going like, whoa. Oh, Narc! I'm still waiting for. It. I don't even care if they gave it like an HD graphic stuff. Just <laughs> release that shit like on all platforms with like some like you blew up like ten clowns. Here's an achievement Here's slash trophy, you know. But what's really cool is you actually get the Nintendo controller Pro. Now I have not picked up the controller Pro yet because I haven't found a game that I 
need it for yet, but I do want to get one because it, 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 it matches, like everyone said it when it came out, they're like, oh, you're just ripping off the Xbox. But to be fair, I really like the Xbox controller. I think it's very comfortable. Now, don't get me wrong. PlayStation was very smart, and they just kept their controller exactly the same from day one. It's true. So that was a smart idea because you never really had a new control scheme. But I think the Xbox's controller, it really works well for corridor shooters. Um, I feel just how the landscape is and stuff like that. So the Nintendo controller, they decided to go, well, why don't we take something that works best and go ahead and do it? So basically, I think they just kind of did a combo between the PlayStation controller and the Xbox controller and try to make their own kind of unique controller. But that's what I did like about the zombie Wii U when you do get the game. On the back of the game, actually, you can actually play it with the Wiimote. You can actually play it with the... Uh, the the gamepad with the um, the screen, or you can play it with the control, you know, the that control. So if you don't want to sit there being like, oh, I got to keep using this huge controller for this, you can just use the control. Pl- and they did that yeah. with a lot of games too. They did it with the Assassin's Creed Three. They did that with the Call of Duty. So Nintendo is really branching out, letting you know there are other controllers you can use. You don't just have to use this gamepad. Well, did you see just recently this uh, Friday they released the? I guess the picture got leaked of the new PS4 controller. It actually looks exactly like the PS3, 2s, and 1s, uh-huh. but there's a screen now on the center, so instead of oh. you having your select and start button, you have a little screen. And it kind of reminds me of, remember, Dreamcast, you had that yeah, Dreamcast. DMU. Uh, it reminds me similar something like that, where you're going to be able to look down and maybe see like your plays that you're putting on your Madden and all that, and then you hit and coordinate on that and go. Um, I think out of any of them, to me, the best controller of all time was the Dreamcast controller. Yeah, no. And that got transferred over to the Xbox, which then updated it to the 360, and it makes sense. I mean, it's the most ergonomic, comfortable position. Yeah, like, technically, if they had the technology when the Dreamcast came out and they were able to make that controller, like, wireless, it would probably have been the perfect controller. Oh, it would have been excellent. Uh, I mean, that was the only thing. Like, I love the Dreamcast. I thought the Dreamcast was a fantastic system. I know it was Sega's last attempt, and it was a little too soon, too late. Like, I keep saying, people, if they literally uh, released the Dreamcast instead of the Saturn, uh, they probably would have still been in business. But, I mean, to be fair, Sega's still doing pretty good because they've branched out not only into uh, video game, you know, other, fr- you know, Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo now. Now they're even doing movies with the Wrecked Ralph, which, by the way, just came out last week on Blu-ray Aha. DVD. So I want to plug that because it's a fantastic movie. I hopefully will be picking it out probably sometime in March because uh, it's, it's just a well-done movie. It's just fantastic. And uh, hopefully it does have that little short in it that uh, we saw in the beginning. Uh, but yeah, I think this is great for uh, Nintendo doing like some bundle packs, maybe doing because uh, I know PlayStation does a lot of bundle packs. They did an Uncharted pack, they did a uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Three pack. So and you know Xbox does it all the time. Um, in fact, actually, one thing I want to talk about is a couple of games that have been pushed back um, that a lot of people are up in arms with. But I'm like, you know what? This happens. It's uh, games get pushed back, but it's half the time when games get pushed back, they're trying to make improve something. Something's wrong. They want to do that. Do you want a Bethesda on our hands where they just kind of release a game and then they're like, "Uh, we'll get a patch sometime in the near future." Uh, Okay, so I did find out the Last of Us, the PlayStation exclusive by Naughty Dog, looks like that was pushed back. Um, Also, it was pushed back. I guess uh, Bioshock Infinity um, was pushed back. Uh, I think it's supposed to be coming out in March, but it might not come out until maybe June. If I'm not mistaken, and then right. also I found that uh, Rayman Legends for the <laughs> Wii U actually was supposed to be released, which is weird because I thought it was supposed to be released in March, and then it was supposed to be released in February, and then apparently it got pushed back again. So I played the demo of that and it's fantastic. So hopefully that game comes out because I really, really want to play it. And if you haven't played Rayman Origin, I was actually talking to our uh, guest last night or last Friday, I should say, because you guys are listening to this on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, our good buddy uh, Matt Renfro, uh, he was actually talking about that. He picked that game up actually for him and his wife because he wanted him and his wife to play something. 
we were both just talking about how great you know Raymond Origins is, and such a it's such a great uh, four player side scroller. You can have a lot of fun. The artwork is really fantastic, and it's so it's just really a great and fun game. So. Um, with all that kind of blowing smoke up people's asses and stuff like that. Actually, I also had to blow some smoke up her ass. Uh, apparently, last Socially Awkward show, which you can find on the 4 Eye Radio Network, we had the best turnout ever on our uh, listens, our live listens. We had about 136 people listen in, and we had about 42 people in the chat room that night. Damn. Uh, I might want to say this is because we are now a feature on Blog Talk Radio, our entire network, so I want to give everybody a great shout-out. You know, everybody who's been uh, kicking ass, you know, Kyle, Eric... Uh, Matt now with his new show, uh, the guys from the Starfleet Escape podcast, Weedicated, you know, uh, everybody, Mixed Lab, you know, 12A, uh, everybody's doing a fantastic job. I just want everyone to know, uh, keep up the good work. Uh, it looks like we will be expanding. We'll be, you know, hopefully getting some sponsors soon, kicking some ass. So just want to blow some more smoke up everybody's ass on the network because mm-hmm. uh, I don't get to do that on a daily basis and I haven't been on here for about uh, two weeks. So well, Let's face it, you get an infection by doing that all the time. That's true. So uh, what do we got here for your... Uh, you have a couple of topics here. I was trying to find it, too. We were just talking about Dreamcast. I don't know if you've ever seen the Asian commercials of uh, the, uh, I should say the Sega commercials of Japan when they were advertising for the Dreamcast. They had this guy who was, I think he was he would say Segata Sanchuro, and he was like a judo master, but he would just totally be like all about Sega. Oh, yeah? And I remember he got into a, he was doing a demonstrating about a fighting game and like grabbed the guy and throws him. <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, like through the air, lands, and explodes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have, like, all these other commercials where he, like, judo throws all these zombies, and then they get back up, and then you see him, like, all right, and he does it again. So they did this whole scheme with him, like, basically trying to sell the Sega uh, Dreamcast. And then, of course, when they d- announced that the Dreamcast was no longer made, uh-huh. he sacrificed it. The last commercial they made was he sacrifices himself, like, jumps off the Sega building uh-huh. to punch a, uh, like, a meteor that was coming down oh, to yeah. destroy Sega. Uh-huh. And everyone's just like, Sega doesn't shut up. They're, like, so <laughs> upset because it's like it was the death of Sega. That's because funny. we were just talking about Dreamcast. I'm like, oh, I will find those commercials. Yeah, actually. I'll post them on the uh, site because Not only the hilarious. site. I think, uh, I know Eric and I, we started a, uh, a Tumblr page for Socially Awkward. I think, it, I think we should start to do a social up. Uh, we should do a Tumblr's page uh, where we find different for uh, Arcade Bros. Uh, one thing before, I know we totally forgot about this before we jump into uh, topic two, question of the week. Uh, what have you been playing this week? Uh, me, I started, I actually, for Valentine's Day, my lovely fiance got me uh, Dead uh, Island. Oh, really? For 20 bucks, yeah. She got Jesus it Christ, me. dude, we so gotta jump on. We gotta do that. We gotta yeah. do that right now. Let's, bye. See ya, bye. Fucking hell, yeah. I've been wanting to get back into that game. I think I got to like the second act, I'm just like, and then people were like, I'm not playing this anymore. It's such a good game. Now, uh, what, have you played any of it yet? Or? No, I just read up on it. Like, I was reading like about like helpful hints, like about kicking and backing away, and like the kicks are like a really good thing because. Yeah, and customizing weapons. Did I tell you the story about that? So I'm playing with a friend online, and he already played a little bit, and he jumps on, we're playing it. We get to this one part, and this is. Probably what I'm going to do to you, but I'm not going to hype it up this much because <laughs> I know like, it's okay. Like, well, he's like, okay, this is what we, we need to do. There. There's going to be this big zombie guy in there. Now he has these arms. Basically, he just swings at you oh. or whatnot. And then they go, well, your best bet to do if you haven't, you know, if you have like a good machete or some of that, is cut his arms off, and then ah, he, okay. you pretty much did that. Makes sense. But then he was all like, so he's giving, he's building me up because like, this guy took me forever. Some of that, and, oh. I was, and he's like, I was with a group of like three other people, million. and I'm like, oh my, yeah, <laughs> a million people, and I'm like, oh my god, it's only you and I. What are we going to do? And then we get there, the thing comes out. He has like a throwing knife and just aims it at his head and hits him in the head. The guy goes down. He's like, oh, that was easy. I was like, what the? You, yeah, ju- like- what? <laughs> you just told me that we were going to die. Don't forget your knife. Yeah, so, um, but so yeah, Dead Island. So uh, I guess we'll be playing that. If you guys have not played uh, Dead Island, I mean, right now, I know it's like 20 bucks. You can actually get the game of edition. 
uh, game of the game of the year edition. God, I'm right? Like, the game of the year because it comes down with all the uh, downloadable content. Because I, I don't like, even uh, have all that. So. There's something called the Ripper. I guess is a custom uh, weapon you can get, and that's in there included. So yeah, it was a great buy. Like she got it for me. I ended up getting. I felt bad because I got her like chocolates and a cord that she needed <laughs> for like her phone because she doesn't have an audio. Uh, oh okay, cord yeah. From, like, cord to cords for her car. So, but she got a brand new car like a month ago. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, well, like, well, that's that's uh, <laughs> what that's like engagement slash slash, time yeah. slash. Don't talk to me for a couple of weeks. You know, you can't bug me for this. Exactly. Um, no, that's know. great. That's cool. Um, hopefully, so I got we'll that. I haven't played that yet. I started playing some scrim. And then I've actually been working on a game. I actually came up with Oh, that's uh, right. That's Facebook. right. If uh, people you don't know this, Kyle actually went to a school for uh, gaming design. He actually, uh, Mooney Studios, uh, you can check out a lot of his uh, artwork there. There's one game he's been working on for a while, um, which was called uh, Monster Slayers. I don't know how far that has gotten some of that, but I remember all the concept artwork you were showing me for that. And this is like a, it's a really kick-ass looking side-scroller game, which is like, I really like that the fact that he's kind of going back to old school, because I always love side-scrollers. Like, even today, even with the, like, all the graphics that are out there now, like, I still think I have the most fun with just side-scrolling video games. Just like, you know, playing through and having a platform retro. So before I keep cutting you off and interrupting and blowing smoke up your ass, so what what is this new uh, new thing you're working on? Well, it's it's similar to that. It's uh, like the Monster Slayer game is still being worked on, but this was a it's a way of doing a Facebook game. Ooh. I know a lot of them. I've not really been impressed with a lot of them. Like a lot of them seem like they have something going. Like like Farmville is like the greatest thing known to me. No, so. people. Well, like it starts out kind of neat. Like oh, it's cool. But what I didn't realize is that you can't. Or at least what I've been told is, like, you can't set up Farmville to just generate stuff for you. So, like, if you know you're going to harvest and you know things are coming due to harvest, you have to log in to harvest them. Yeah, that's right. Instead of being able to say, hey, while I'm not playing you, continue to do the things I want you to do. So when I do get back on, that, that's less things that I have to worry about. Basically, they need to take the uh, the engine of um, Animal Crossing. Oh, I was going to say uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing, because yeah. Animal Crossing plays when you're not playing. Yeah. Well, there's a really cool game. I have to sh- I'll send the link to, but that's sidetrack because they're brought up Unreal. It's basically an Im- and it's a game about medieval knights, but zero gravity. So like they jump and they're just like. <laughs> Actually, that sounds really. It's really hilarious. Yeah. Like the video I saw of it, it was on Kotaku. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a uh, joust. Yeah, it's like hilarious. Like it just made me laugh. Like because you see people like in midair, like it's like, <laughs> like falling. And, like, oh, that's awesome! Yeah. I love that. Well, that was my favorite thing with uh, Force Unleash. If you ever got a chance to play that, when you're like throwing oh, yeah, the stormtroopers yeah. around and, and like, just ah. like that engine, they're just like ah. But um, but yeah, so the new one I'm working on is a, is like a Facebook type game. I think it would like as far as I'm trying to make it, it's going to be free. It will have that aspect that if you pay for stuff, you'll be able to unlock things. But if you just play the game, you'll be able to unlock the same thing. Basically, if you want things faster, faster, yeah, you just have to pay for them, as opposed to leveling up and doing the work. But it's basically a four class game. It's a kind of game that you will have the ability to like set it up to do stuff for you. Basically, you have like basically like a Farmville map. Like this is where you are. And you do stuff on that. You like if you're an engineer, you like you build stuff, or if you're uh, uh, what are some of the other classes like a scientist, a doctor, like you can make stuff. But you can have that doing stuff while you're actually out adventuring. And it's oh, okay. And it's actually a, a full like MMO where you're going to be able to link up with friends on Facebook and like play, like have different. So kind of like with uh, <clears throat> kind of like uh, I know it's it has a little bit of uh, the Fable aspect with Fable Two. You know when you bought a bunch of property and then all of a sudden it would just generate money for you True. while you're out doing your own. And that's kind of what this does. Like as you're out harvesting, you can just send it back. And so if you're like a blacksmith skill. You can make, like, pipes or something, and then maybe if you're something else, like a mage, you can enchant them. Oh, okay. And that way you can then share with people. Like, you can then, hey, you need some bars, to, or you need a weapon. Oh, like, okay, like, ba- basically bring it back yeah. to old school of, uh, you know, like, back in the actual medieval times where it's all yeah. like, oh, I'll trade you four chickens for this yeah, and piece it's, of wood. But it's actually set in space, so it's going to be pretty neat. I'll trade you these space chickens for this <laughs> space wood. Perfect. That's exactly it. It's going in the game. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I'm working on that right now as well. But mainly I've been trying to play a lot more games to kind of get more more. Yeah. Reference because 
we have so many games out there, and like that was a perfect gift because I was like, great, because I know you were talking about. Yeah, that. I and I and, haven't uh, been able to touch mine in for a while because yeah. again, no one's been playing it, and no it's it, it, yeah. and it's weird because and the like, new one's coming out, so I figured yeah, why not get it? Yeah, now we'll and, get it and jump on because that's like Borderlands. We got to finish that and then play Borderlands Two still and stuff, and even oh, yeah. in the Halo Four. Like I actually started playing uh, Halo Four online now oh, nice. because um, uh, our uh, unofficial intern uh, Sammy, uh, who I live with. Uh, she um, she was all like, "You playing Halo tonight?" So I jumped on with her and a couple. Her of Her name friends should be Sammy Aaron. <laughs> Shut up. Again. No, yeah. So she jumped on, and uh, it's funny playing with a girl uh, with Halo because it's like I she cusses more than I do. Ah. She's like, "You motherfucking fucking ass, fucking sniper, I'll fucking kill you. I'm gonna stab you in the goddamn. I just fucking." Bash you in the face. And you and have stuff. to explain that you didn't hit the start button yet, so yeah. you're not even playing. You're not even playing. <laughs> but um, yeah. But uh, actually, a buddy of mine from work, uh, he I uh, played he the demo. Yeah, you were telling me he lent you something. Yeah, he lent me uh, the brand new uh, Devil May Cry game. Uh, I played it on the PlayStation Three. Um, and everybody knows me. I usually get everything for the Xbox because everybody plays. Uh, uh, everybody I know has an Xbox, so I like playing online with the Xbox. But playing on the PlayStation did bring back some nostalgia because of the PlayStation Two with ah, Devil May Cry right, the original. So weird. where the series started, but phenomenal game. Uh, I will recommend that the game isn't that long. It does have replayable value because you can replay the game again and still, you know, uh, upgrade all your stuff. All the weapons you get and things like that. Uh, you open new costumes and things. And then they also do have downloadable content for the game, which is actually surprising because the game literally just came out at the end of January. And it's not even March yet. And they already got DLC. So um, it's by uh, Ninja Theory. Uh, they Capcom still presents it. Like Capcom still uh, put money towards it and everything like that. So Capcom's name is still on it. But you really can tell it's not a Capcom game. Right. Like It's not them developing it. It's yeah. Uh, Team like Ninja wrote uh, Team. I uh, keep saying Team Ninja. Ninja Theory. Ninja they, Theory. They, wrote the, uh, they wrote the script. They wrote the dialogue. Now, I, n- I wasn't really sure when I first saw the trailers for this how I would like this Dante. I actually really like this Dante. I think this Dante was phenomenal. The script writing is fucking hilarious. Uh, they cuss a lot like because he's just a dick. My favorite part in it, now I'm going to say some spoilers, so if you don't want to hear this, you want to play the game, mute go for ahead. Like a minute. M- mute for like a minute, but this great part, uh, part of the level, you're going into this nightclub, and he walks up, the bouncer stops him. He's like, your name's not on the list. He goes ahead and uppercuts the guy, catches the board, and then writes on the board, and then drops it. He goes, now I am, but then when he's walking inside on the actual list in both letters, it says, fuck you. I was like, oh, my God. Like, the writing in that is just so nice. fantastic. Nice. It was so good. It was really well done. Uh, great. And the cool part is he's not uh, – he doesn't have dy- uh, demonic blood in him. This new story of this t- turns out he's a uh, Nevlum. And what that means is his mom was an angel, and then his dad, Sparta, was a demon. And then they uh-huh. gave birth to two boys. So they're both half Dante and half. Dante and Baloney. No, Dante and uh, Virgil. <laughs> oh, Virgil. Okay. Yeah, they brought his brother like back. Bologna. Oh, Baloney was the retarded cousin. Demon Trigger! He transforms into a normal But yeah, I highly recommend this game. If you're a huge fan of The Devil May Cry's, you like the hacking and slashing. Uh, Like I said, the game really isn't that long. Uh, If you can buy it used or buy it when it's on sale, I highly recommend it, though. I mean, it took me less than seven hours to beat it. Um, but then again, I, but the, the game is really addicting because like once I popped it in, I didn't want to stop because that storyline just made me kept going. I wanted to kept leveling up. I wanted to keep learning new combos and all these different things. And it, it was just a fantastic game. So uh, right now I, I will be writing a review on it, but I do say I, it's definitely like a nine out of 10 for me. Very so nice. I do, I do highly recommend that game. 
Very cool. That sounds good. Like, I definitely want to pick it up now. And I actually saw that they were doing a special this week on the original, like, the three-pack for the 360. Oh, okay. Of the Devil May yeah, Cry. The so HD I think collection. they're trying to get people back into that title. No, I love the uh, fourth one. I mean, the only one I didn't beat was the third one. And just because the third one, for some sort of reason, like, it's just way too freaking hard. Like, you get to the first boss with, like, the Cerberus dog. Oh, I, right. It took me forever to, like, beat that thing. So, and then I finally got into it. I was like, all right. And then it's like I kept dying again. So it was just like they just really, uh, no. they really pushed the uh, fuck you level on that one. But, I mean, the first one's great. The second one's really good. Um, but, yeah, I highly recommend this new one. If you haven't, if you're not even, you never played a Devil May Cry game, I highly recommend just play the new It'll one. Just, be something just start to, with the new one. So you can kind of get like, oh. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, this is really cool. But the graphics are really cool. In fact, I really like his uh, jacket in this. And I'm like, oh, dude, i got to get me a jacket, jacket like that. Yeah. I think it's really badass. So, uh, But enough of what we were playing. Uh, let's go into the uh, question of the week, which we asked. Uh, Kyle, you put this together, so I'll let you take it away. Well, it's funny because I've, I've asked a lot of fr- people on our Twitter page, and we kind of every month say, like, or every show we try to say, like, a question of the week. And I actually got some really good responses, but we like to hear from everyone. Even if you're like, I hate these stupid topics, or I got a better one for you, like, yeah. feel free. Cause yeah, if you, if you want to, you know, because we like to give people shout-outs, you know, you get to hear your name on a, uh, you know, a, a video game podcast, and uh, if you're not a gamer, well, then why are you listening to this, you son of a bitch? Uh! And uh, maybe just like hearing our very nice voices, very sexy voices. Welcome to an yeah, yeah. Welcome to an all new arcade, bro. Yeah, Take that joystick, nice. Yeah, you can just take that joystick and move it all around. Yeah, that's just nice. Yeah, you just doing a great job. Me with me with K Jizzle Dizzle over here. We just kind of doing our thing, you know. I'm your slim master Steve, and we're just gonna rip, rap, and rhyme this time. So, with the question of the week, what are the games? What are I can't even read. <laughs> That's how smooth it is. <laughs> what games are you playing, and who wants to game? And it was mainly a question to kind of find out, uh, yeah, what are you currently playing right now? Because we're still trying to put together a game night where we all sit around and play games, and we uh, either over the net and stuff, and we'll record it, and we'll like talk about well, it while we're playing. I know Kyle and I, we are planning on in March. Now, March, I'm going to be backed up a bit. Because uh, March is uh, two games come out in March. Son of a uh, It's Gears of War Judgment. So ah, Kyle yes. and I will be going to the midnight release of that. Uh, mm, we're yes. going to go to one of the local game stops. We'll let people know. So if you guys want to come out and see us, uh, maybe we'll sign some autographs. Probably not because they'll be like, who the fuck are you? We'll just sign stuff anyway. We'll yeah, we'll sign the How, game. Who, it's like, who do you who, want yeah. this autograph to be from? What? Clint Eastwood, you got it. You got it. <laughs> and then I'm also going to be busy because the new God of War comes out. That's so, true. That since I have out. all systems, I'm going to be like, holy shit again. So, But uh, definitely with the new Gears of War, we would love for you know people to jump on, play with us. Kyle and I absolutely love those games. We like to have fun with those and, you know, go through. Especially so. doing it the first time because, I mean, we just, you laugh and, like, we're really much about just, we're not taking a lot of things seriously, especially during that one we played where the uh, third game, there was that queen, like, uh, spider creature. Oh, yeah. And just completely started when she started trampling on everyone. We were just, like, laughing the whole time, like, trying to just book it. Yeah, we're like, like oh, my God, run right away. So, <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, so some of the games that we're playing, uh, people, uh, you know, playing and who wants the game, uh, Kyle, take it away. Well, it's funny because there's a gentleman we know by the name of Senior Esteban, also at the tag of at so, yeah, with a couple of O's and an underscore and a yeah, said uh, he went old school on us and said Goldfish was the game that he's currently playing. I'm uh, not sure how that would work on an online game. <laughs> and then I basically understood that. I think what he meant to say was Go, go fish, fish, as in the card game where you card say, got game. any sevens, and then you say, no, Go Fish. I tried playing with him. I asked that just same question, got any sevens, and I got no reply. 
Uh, so thanks, Dad, for your <laughs> yeah. And speaking of uh, <laughs> our dad, he's actually he's uh, been working. He's been tooling away in his office and stuff. He's actually coming up with his own new uh, podcast that will be joining the Fern Network. I uh, look forward to sometime in the near future the Idiot Section. It's so really cool. It's going to be uh, pretty much fun. He also likes to play. Uh, 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 he said ping pong is a blast too. So that one's you know. good. Yeah, and that's a good way if you're if you're in a college. He told us a story once where if you're in a college environment and you don't want to do like chores or things you want to try and get out of them ping pong is a really good way of like trying to not only pass the time but get out of like washing dishes and it's it's a hilarious story because my dad said like they he got really good at ping pong so he never had to do dishes he goes but people would challenge him so often that had they just stopped and done the dishes they would they would have been done sooner than having to sit there and play ping pong for like hours and hours and hours <laughs> but it's a good story and it's a good way to pass speaking the time. of uh when he said uh, go fish card games uh last week we had a housewarming party and there's a. I actually talked to Eric and Matt uh, last night after the show, and I think we're going to try doing this. And if you want to join us for that one, it'd be great. We're trying to do live podcast, probably on socially awkward. Uh, there's a card game that came out. It's like Apple Stable. It's called Cards Against Humanity. Oh, cool! Now it's basically very adult orientated. Like some of the cards is like you'll put down a topic and you have to like plead your case, you know, to the judge, and they'll pick whatever the best. So it'd be like the Holocaust, right? Like it's really like, bad why stuff. It was but, a good thing. Yeah, you know, you yeah, know. why you know stuff like that. And then uh, uh, one of the cards they have is a black cock, and then another oh, right. card they have is a bigger black cock so it, it, that's the kind of game frame so we i talked to them about it. they're like yeah i want to play that so bad like i go i played for the first time i'm going to pick up a copy of it i want to do an episode of socially awkward where it's probably all four of us nice. and we'll just go ahead and play, play that the game while, and, and, and while we uh you know see if people enjoy that or whatnot so if you do want to hear that let us know um if you've ever played cards against humanity let us know and things like yeah, that yeah what, what are some um, things I, see that's the other thing it's like we're not just always about necessarily you know video games you know any kind of you know board you know, board games, you know, tabletop games and stuff like that. I so. think I still really like the idea. I want to pitch it to you some more about, uh, you know, what what are gamers doing, uh, tracking what you play. Like, even uh, I'm even down for something that I was thinking about is, like, Steve's first time playing D&D. Because you've never played d I've never played it, yeah. Uh, and I think it would be really cool to kind of see, like, what it is like for a new person to have that experience. I remember it happened to me when I was, like, 21. You know, I grew up all this time never playing D&D. I mm-hmm. played video games, things like that. And finally, there was a group of friends that uh, my ex had, and she was like, oh, you, they want to play D&D, and then you'd be a good mix. So I was like, fine, whatever, and, like, learning how to write, write a yeah. uh, character sheet. I just played a very dumb, strong barbarian mm-hmm. very well. Ah! Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Like, they would just be like, you know. This is what we're going to do. Ah! It was hilarious because, like, it would be some, some situations where it was like, you know, we're all locked up in a jail cell, and some guy's like, I'm going to try and pick the lock, and I have to roll, you know, ten dice to figure out if mm-hmm. I did it. And they wouldn't be able to some guy's like, oh, I'll serenade the guard with my music, and hopefully they'll unlock the door. It wouldn't work. Some guy would use his charisma and try to, like, yeah. do it. So then they're like, Kyle, what are you going to do? I'm like, I punched the door. And so then it's like I punched the door, and I'd crit on it. And so then, like, the DM we had was really good. He'd be very, very suave and saying, meanwhile, in space, a door comes flying down, <laughs> crashing into a moon's, uh, you know, like, surface. And it was cool because then, like, that's, like, a lot of things I would do that. Like, I would punch the dirt, or I would punch, like, the sky. You may call me old, It was hilarious. Man. I think like, I actually would be very work. funny at being, like, the actual dungeon master because I would just be like, you meet an elf. Hello, how are you? I am selling works, a yeah. fiddle. You have to do all that stuff, yeah. You so I think that'd be kind of, of fun, but uh, enough. Uh, jo- uh, what is oh, this? Oh, but what? yeah, so we have some other people. So yeah, what is this? Socially Awkward? We're going off tangents now? Yeah, Socially Awkward Studios, the SAS actually co- contacted us, and I at first he was just like, and I was like, okay, that's a good Wookiee impression. Uh, but the, I asked the Sasquatch on the Social Awkward Network, and he said the charades. Oh, yeah. And so he actually did one over Twitter, and I 
was having a hard time, but I think uh, Eric guessed it by saying, oh, yeah, the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. Oh, very good. And it was very, very good. good. So Sass had a really good one. It was very ingenious the way he came um, up with uh, Speaking of uh, another person on the uh, network, uh, at Eric Dewey, uh, he says he loves a good drinking game. And who doesn't? Who doesn't? I you mean, know? Drink, you can make a drinking game out of anything. Like, we came up with one last night because we hadn't watched The Walking Dead, the new episode yet. And we finally got a chance to watch it last night. I don't have cable, so I'm so angry at everybody. Uh, I will keep it DVR'd so you can see it whenever you want. Uh, it was, and I think you can see the first f- episode online. Like the, after that, then you have to just read notes. But you can see it on. Yeah, go ahead and um, <clears throat> tell us what you came up with. And then w- I just it was basically every time they said "Walking Dead," you drank, and it was literally <laughs> like all the commercials, all the oh, intro Jesus to the show. Christ. Like literally, like we were drunk. That was like that was like, like that was like with uh, the drinking game of South Park, the movie "Bigger, Longer, and Uncut." You drink every time they say "fuck," and it's just like, oh, uh, you're, especially when they get to Uncle Fucker, you're yeah, just you're like, like oh, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> but um, yeah, speaking of uh, Walking Dead, now I know they finally released the episodes of the Walking Dead video game. Yes. Uh, they're finally on a disc. I do want to pick those up because people did say they were good. But how do you feel about the Activision Walking Dead game that's actually based on the show? Well, it's going to be a corridor it's, shooter. It's interesting because I know they were talking about like expanding on the Dixon brothers, expanding on like those characters that we we were invented for the show specifically. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like when I talked to a lot of fans, and some people really like the show and some people don't. Yeah. And usually it's the people who really like the comics but don't really like the show because it doesn't translate as fluently as they'd like. Yeah. But then I always tell them, I said, well, the best argument is this. In the comics... We got Tyrese a lot sooner, and we lost Shane. Mm -hmm. So you got to meet Tyrese and get to know him and stuff. And then I said, but you never got the Dixon brothers. So the trade-off is now we get Tyrese in this season, Mm -hmm. and now we get the Dixon brothers who don't exist. Yeah, don't exist. Other than the show. So, I mean, like, that alone should be enough to be like. Yeah, I mean, that's a great, you know, Daryl and, uh, you know, him and everything. Merle, uh, Merle, so. uh, it's just, you know, it's a really good thing. So I guess I think that was all the questions we had from Twitter. Do we have any response from Facebook? Or I just checked. I even just asked people right now saying that we were recording, and I haven't heard uh, from anyone else chiming in. So like we said, folks, if you got a better question or want some questions answered, you you want to find out more about us or even just have a, a general question indeed. I mean, like the meteor just crashed. I saw a lot of people were... Yeah, why don't we make a game about the meteor for the Russian... In animal. Soviet Russia, a well, meteor someone, crashes you. I love it because I heard some disc jockeys talking about it saying, like, well, can we just, like, make meteorite missiles that would fall on Korea? And that way we could just be like, oh, they were meteorites. Like, lo and behold, like... It, what the fuck no, from sky? We had no control over that. You know? No, I, I, say we, I say with North Korea, this is what we need to do. We need to take that concept of the uh, Pacific Rim <laughs> and uh, we need to build an actual Kill mecha. We need to actually build a mecha Godzilla. Oh, nice. And just send it over there and just be like, fuck you guys. Yeah, here you go. Have fun with that. That would be pretty interesting. I wonder how they would handle it. <laughs> Holy shit, it's a Godzilla. We made that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. You try to take credit for that. I make that all the time. It's destroying our city. Exactly, because you don't love me enough. I'm like, oh, brilliant. We have to love our master more. That would be hilarious. Uh, yeah, so if you want the uh, the top, well, I had a topic for next week, and we were talking. And actually, this week is a good way to bring it up uh, for arcades. Like, if you could build the perfect arcade, like, what would it be? Um, and we were going to post this on the social awkward ne- network for the next show. We're talking about like food and aid brackets, like like an adult arcade. Yeah, actually, uh, like uh, like you know, they, they do have like the game works, and then with the game works, like when it gets to a certain hour upstairs, is like the old school arcades. They have a bar up there, and you know the adults can go up there and stuff like that. And then they do have the Dave and Buster's and stuff. But me, I would like to really kick it. I, an arcade I would like is I would like a game, an arcade 
place where not only is it for everybody, but adults can enjoy themselves, kids can enjoy themselves, but I want it to have everything. And by everything, I mean you've got classic arcade games, you've got the, the fighting games where like you stand up and actually you know fight. fight okay. uh, it's got pinball machines, it's got racing games and stuff like that, but I would also like it to have a bunch of flat-screen TVs, and you can play old-school oh, Nintendo old games. School games, games. You can play Sega Genesis games, even Ataris, you know, get all that kind of stuff together under one roof, and you know, if you pay for so much, then you're like, oh, you know what, I want to play Call of Duty. Go and ahead bam, and, you like know, you get, you get the game, you jump in, boom, and you do that. And then you could do the whole thing like you're on one side of the couch, someone's on the other side of the couch, you're playing, you know, against each other, with each other, you know, all this kind of thing. So I would like to just have an arcade. I mean, it would be a huge arcade, but, yeah, you'd have some, you know, good food Quite and stuff diversity, like that. diversity, yeah. You know, a bit good diversity and stuff like that. I think that would be kind of a cool thing because then there's some kids, you know, who – there are some kids. Like, I was talking to a guy at work. He's, like, 18, and I mentioned the Nintendo system. He goes, oh, the N64? Like, that was his That's first – That's his jump point. That yeah. his jump point. And I go, no. So there's these kids who've never played, like, an actual Nintendo system, the original. Yeah. So it's like – I think that would be kind of cool, and then these kids might actually appreciate, you know, where the games have come from. Because some of these kids, you know, they play these games, and they're like, oh, this sucks. Well, we can like, even take it a step further and bring back Call of Duty, but bring it back for the 8-bit system. Oh, yeah. And watch people that really, like, freak out. Well, what I'd like to do is to put it side-by-side side of, like, here's Metal Gear for yeah. the Nintendo system, and here's Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, Revenge. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> actually, did you play that demo? The I Metal did Gear play Solid the demo. Right? Now, to me, I was all like, wow, they really they really went different with this game. It actually, to me, feels like another, uh, it's like a Devil May Cry now. Yeah, yeah. Where it you're running like around you're and, like and you're doing that stuff. And they actually finally made Raiden kind of a badass character, because if you've ever played Metal Gear Solid 2... He just whines and bitches a lot. Yeah, and his exactly. girlfriend, like Every time you go to save his girlfriend, like, we need to talk about our relationship. It's like, I'm getting shot at. I'm, I'm trying to save the president. Murdered. Would you stop? You know, so. Our relationship can wait. Is yeah, can we? Yeah. Is saving the world more important than us? <laughs> yes. yes. I get paid to save the world. I don't get paid by you. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, they made But then it. even like I was thinking about it, because there used to be those, uh, what are they called? Like LAN parties? Yes. Or like LARP parties or whatever, where you like sit on all these computers and then like now some of those have that kind of setup where it's like... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, like maybe even doing some LAN parties. Like, heck, maybe you want to jump back into old school Halo. You know, you want to play Halo from the original. They they didn't have it. Yeah, oh, fucking Tribes. I remember Tribes. So, I mean, I think that would be a great concept. Uh, And in fact, actually, if we got the money, I would literally just take the podcast name and just call it Arcade Bros. And then be like, boom, there we go. Come on in and play while we're recording. We do live podcasts at, uh, at the place and stuff like that. We That's do what I was thinking, you know, yeah. have some. And what I would like to have is you know like maybe like a cool DJ because if you think about it, when you go to these things and the songs I would like to play, you know, you play old school video game <laughs> songs. You know, you got like the Mega Man songs and stuff like that. But you can also get like the bands like the can. Uh, the Konami, uh, Konami, the Konami Coves, the uh, you know the Megas, uh, yeah, mini the bosses, you know bosses, maybe some Breathful Floss thrown in there, you know just kind of stuff to get people into this you know kind of thing. Instead, if you go to like I'm pretty sure you go to Dave and Buster's and it's all like Lady Gaga like yeah yeah ho ha ha. You're like oh, this is weird. I'm trying to play like a zombie shooting game. You know you know maybe get those tickets. Yeah, get those tickets. <laughs> so uh, oh yeah, and that's the shit. There's no fucking tickets. I know. I don't want unless that. you can redeem them for beer. Oh, even See, better! If you had a bowling game where you like, oh, I got tickets like the, the ski ball, yeah. and then you could take that and put it. None of because I hate when you would go to like the fiddle sixes of that. It's, yeah, like, it's like it's like oh, a, a BB spider. gun. Yeah, it's like a BB gun for a million tickets. I am never going yeah. to achieve that I can in go my to the lifespan. Store and instead and, of and yeah, instead it. of putting all this money into this <laughs> machine, I could go buy that BB gun for cheaper. Exactly. Exactly, yeah, because then you end up buying, like, a whole bunch of, like, $1, like, spider rings and, yeah. like, things that break. And it's things you even forget, like, you leave them there just because you're like, these are stupid. But yeah, yeah, well, I, I would just get a bunch of spiders and throw them at people and be like, I'm yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Take off. <laughs> so, um, 
So, I mean, something like that would be cool. So, yeah, any uh, thoughts you guys have about building your own, uh, you know, arcade? Yeah, or, like, if you, you had uh, as much money, limited resources, what kind? Of, what is the arcade that you would build, and what would be for the age group? Would it be for everybody? Would it be for, kids? for kids? Would yeah. it be, you know, adult-orientated? What kind of food would you have? You know, would it be bar food? Would you have, like, a good thing? Would you have, uh, you know, maybe you'd do your own microbrew, you know, for a bar or something like that? You know, yeah. would you make up your own drinks, like, you know, the 8-bit, you know, vodka or, yeah. you know, stuff like that? So don't take that from me if anybody comes up with the 8-bit vodka. Well, actually, I'll have you to look because there a is a site that does uh, drinks based on video games. You do the uh, oh, was was the one uh, was that the energy? You do the Mega Man energy. Oh, you right, make it right, like a blue, the, you know. Yeah, the Drunken Moogle. That's what it's called. The, the Drunken so, Moogle. The website is called thedrunkenmoogle.com. You can go on there. They give you the recipe and they give you like there's clothing and stuff you can buy. Like here's one. It's called Halo's Force Promethean. Ooh. It's one part Jaeger, one part gin, one liberal squeen of concentrated orange juice flavor. And when you just look at it, it looks like the Promethean uh, oh, very cool. thing. And they tell you what glass to use. Very uh, cool. Very they have cool. all kinds of stuff. They, there's one that I saw in there. It was called the the Health Potion. And it looked like the Zelda oh, the, Potion. Yeah, the red one. And it's, I forgot what it was in it. But they have like all types of drinks that you can think of. Speaking so. of which, uh, when you, people come over to the studio now, I actually was able to put the uh, the Halo 3 helmet that I have now out on the oh. thing. And I also have the Batarang that uh, my brother got me from uh, for the Batman uh, it Arkham Asylum. Actually, did you hear about that? Uh, they're in talks with another Batman Arkham Asylum game. I don't know oh. if it's going to be a prequel. Or a new one, but I hope they do because those are phenomenal games and does uh, Batman Justice. Now, how would you feel about... Uh, now, Now the one game's coming out, actually, that I totally forgot about. I think it's coming out at the end of the month. It's actually by Midway, the creators of uh, Mortal Kombat, Mortal and Kombat. they're going to be using the Mortal Kombat engine, but it's actually called called Injustice. Uh, yeah, and it's the fighting game with the DC characters. Um, I've seen some screenshots and the characters that you're going to be able to play as. I think it looks pretty good, but then again, it's like I haven't played a Mortal Kombat since probably Mortal Kombat 3. Yeah. So And I did try to play that uh, one for the uh, DC. DC and the then. problem I had with that was all the Mortal Kombat characters fit fine, but then it's like the superheroes were all like, it's like Batman rips out your spine, Superman melts you. It's like, but they never would do that. Yeah, exactly. But this is no hold bar. Well, even like the fact that Superman would get damaged and the way they worded that was like, oh, it's like magic. So magic hurts him. And it's like that. No, you just no that never happened because Mexoplex was yeah, pretty exactly. much, ma- you know, magic and he can never hurt Superman. Exactly. You know, my favorite. I hope they do bring that character in the movies. And I tell you about this. If they bring that character in the movies, I want him to be voiced by Guilford Godfrey. Like he was, was in, in the, the cartoon show because I thought that was a perfect voice for him. It is a good voice, especially because it's just like, hey, my girl. <laughs> well, I love it when he kept, like, he would, what was it, like, he had to do it, like, every so many months. Like, yeah. in his time period, it was, like, a couple of years. But in our time yeah, it was something span, where all those planets aligned, and that's when he was able to, like, pop back yeah, in. Yeah, he'd pop back in, and then he would always be, like, he had to have him say his name backwards. And literally, right. it's like, I love that part of the cartoon show, because he literally goes, like, all right, this time I'm going to do it. And he pops in. It's not even, like, three seconds later, he comes back, you just see him go, ah! <laughs> He's back, like, he tricked him already, so... Uh, that was a great one, but I, I, I'm thinking uh, that's going to be a fun movie to actually go see the uh, new Superman movie. We were talking about that uh, on the last uh, Socially Awkward show. So I'm actually really curious if uh, Rocksteady, the people who did the Batman game, oh, we'll take it, on it, if, they, a, uh, if they will let them take on a Superman game. Quite possibly. I know a lot of people were talking about there's a new, there's some action figures that came out. They show, yeah, I like, saw some those. Of the toys, and they show. Like, I saw uh, General Zod, and I was like, "Holy yeah, shit!" Yeah, they show him, and then they show even uh, Jor-El. Yeah, and Jor-El. It looks like he had like armor or something. Yeah, so, so I don't know if there was like a conflict on. Well, Krypton. there was that whole thing where his dad was the one that put uh, him into in the, the Phantom, Phantom Zone. Zone. So maybe there was going to be like a, a battle, like in the beginning of that movie or some of that. Like that's kind of my guess because that's how like in the original, that's kind of what they did. They imprisoned them and sent them out to space and said that was it. Um, and I know General Zod, he is 
it is kind of like a civil war almost going on on Krypton. Yeah. Because he wants to lead, and he realizes that the, they're more trying to be more scientific as opposed to being more like, no, we can conquer and, yeah. and all that. And I know there's actually a free comic. If you go on, to, I think, to DC, you can get the free Injustice God Among Us. Oh, okay. And it's kind of like a prequel to seeing, like, why Injustice the game was happening. Oh, okay. Like, it actually kind of fills in that blank of, like, well, what's going on here? Like, why did Superman and Wonder Woman kind of make this, like, utopia yeah. of, like, we own, and if you don't listen to us, we're going to take you out. It kind of brings that all in. Um, and it's pretty cool. Like, I, as far as I've read up on it, it seems pretty neat. Like, it's, like, it's a cool concept because there always was those story arcs like in kingdom come like it's always was this like what if superman like did like took over and what yeah. if this and that and so like it's kind of neat to play a game that is like a what if and of course you know you get to play all your dc characters and see all their moves and stuff yeah no, those are always uh quite enjoyable and stuff like that. i'm actually i, I guarantee you they'll probably have the achievement slash trophy where if you play as bane and someone's batman you break his back you'll probably get like a thing oh yeah i that. bet they should you have know, it's those. funny because that's what i'm reading now i'm reading actually the nightfall uh, which is basically kind of like the backstory of Bane and pretty much what uh, Dark Knight Rises kind of took a little bit of that of like the little situation. And it's actually kind of funny to see like Bane, he's, he basically, you know, builds up everything and then hits the Gotham just so he could basically fight Batman. Right. It's almost like, like that's, ch- like, like, that's that like his only like thing to do. Like he basically just starts setting up all this stuff and he basically is just like kind of laying the groundwork for him. So it's kind of interesting. So I will be uh, kind of curious to see if uh, Rocks did because I think it's kind of like when... Um, Oh, who took over for uh, Marvel games? I think it was like Activision got them for right. a little bit. I think Sega has them now because they started doing all the ones. But like when uh, when uh, Activision had like the Spider-Man stuff of that, they kind of brought it back to the old school and they really you know made it like an actual like oh my god I'm Spider-Man I can actually do what Spider-Man can do. None of this like you can only do so much and then your mutant power runs no. out or something like that. So uh, Rock City I think did a very good job with the. Uh, the Batman games, I really kind of think it maybe you know if DC's listening, you know, give uh, Rocksteady more of their stuff. You know, make them make them not necessarily based off of movies and stuff like that, but like make a brand new Green Lantern game. You know, come up yeah. with a brand new story arc. You know, heck, even start pulling stuff from the comics like they've been doing with all those new uh, DC animated movies where they literally just took the Dark Knight Returns and turned it into an animated feature. Uh, do stuff like that, you know, take a Superman book and just, you know, make it into a game or something like that, you know, so you, you're not, or develop a brand new storyline. I mean, they fucking grabbed the guy from, uh, what's it called, the animated series who did a bunch of the writing for that to do the Batman uh, video games and stuff yeah. like that because he written for them before and stuff. And the guy's done a couple of comics, you know, for them. So uh, I- I'm just saying, like, if you're going to do some more superhero games, you know, well, that's y- the problem. you got to put it in the right hand. That's kind of the curse because that, that's actually one of the curses they talk about. There's a Superman curse, which is like with the... George Reeves, he ended up killing himself, or, like, it's still been, like, a Hollywood mystery, mm-hmm. as if he actually did. Uh, you know, then, then, of course, Christopher Reeves, he had the accident and everything, and they were even talking about, like, uh, Brendan Ruth even seems to have, like, a curse, because he hasn't done anything. Like, you haven't seen him after he did, ba- you know, exactly. Superman Returns. He's done, like, I think he was in that uh, Scott Pilgrim. He was one of the, he was the vegetarian. Oh, that's right. He that's was that right. guy. Um, but he had really he's been in like little things. He hasn't really been like branched out of something mm-hmm. else. So that's what they were kind of worried about. They asked uh, Henry Cavill is he concerned about a curse, and he doesn't really seem like it. he's like. Well, no, I've done other things, and this is just kind of like it's an honor to be a part of this. Yeah. Um, and then what's really interesting then is like a video game. Like the, when you really think about it, all the video games that Superman's been in, they haven't really made a really good one. Like the animated series one didn't oh, do so the, good. The one for the N sixty four was like horrible. People didn't like it. Same kind of thing. Like oh, he ran out of super juice, and it's like how does that happen? And the Superman? weirdest one was uh, it was a pretty good. I liked it for the concept, even though I hated the movie Superman Returns. The game I picked up cheap. The only weird part was there's only like ten achievements, and like every achievement's worth like a hundred points. So it's like yeah, you really like didn't put really the time like ever. Woo! But I did like the fun part of like Fine. you could run really Woo! fast, you could actually break the sound barriers and stuff like that. Like they did give you a lot of freedom with it. There was only the big problem where it's like 
something's going wrong in one part of the city, and then you're like at the other side of the city, so you, you have, have to like book sh- it and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, if they make it, that's the thing. It's like you really got to figure out. Okay, I understand you want to have Superman have vulnerability because it's like it's hard to do when it's like in a game because in a game you want limitations like in Skyrim like especially with like the swinging of your sword like lowers your stamina so you can't crit all the time but Superman can crit all the time yeah that's that's the the thing it's like but that's like with Batman you know you give him like certain things and then they even you know with Batman it's like oh I can hide up here but then it's like they start giving the bad guys like oh they got night vision goggles you're hiding up there they'll see you you know all of a sudden they'll start destroying some of the gargoyles that you sit on and stuff like that. So they start making it a little bit more challenging for you because, you know, Batman is just a, a mortal human, human yeah. being. So I know it is really hard for that. I mean, with the Green Lantern game, if they did it right, I mean, there is a thing where you have to charge your power ring. You can probably only do so much and things like that. And I get that. And it's like, okay, you can make it, but you yeah. have to make it Aquaman. A real, you know, Aquaman. <laughs> There's only so many fish relationships you can have. No, Aquaman would probably, just, it would be Skyrim, but without the battle, you're just talking to every, like all the fish in the sea is like, so where are you headed Yeah, today? you have like all these options to yeah. say. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> what the hell is this eel saying? You know, um, you know, and even with the water uh, Wonder Woman game, I mean, she yeah, she's an Amazonian, but she still has her vulnerabilities and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, so, yeah. um, but yeah, it's like uh, to do a Superman game unless, and get uh, unless it every Bone Thugs and Harmony in the game of Superman has Kryptonite. Like that's like the only way. Well, you I mean, if you like do give him some good villains to fight in the game yeah. that are you know a pretty good challenge. And well, stuff like, like that. Metallo had Kryptonite. Yeah, in Metallo him. had Kryptonite. You in have him. Lex, of course. You with got all Lex Luthor with all his that, Like Bizarro, like you yeah. could do something. Yeah, with Bizarro, you know, even like we said, Mexoplex and uh, all the different. Uh, who's the who's the one guy? I've tried to remember. He was on a well, Justice League episode. Who could suck his power and take his ability and drain? Like so, you could do something with like a drain, or even somebody you know. They put the sun, you know, they block oh, out yeah, the sun and things like that. I mean, that's moral. the thing. You really just got to get somebody who knows Superman to write like a game for him. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you're going to do a game about, you know, certain uh, superheroes, just grab a good writer and not try to take it. You know, I understand you want to make your movie games because you really. Superman's did. universal. Yeah. You, you could do no wrong with him. Like, you could literally do your own story arc. They've even done, like, the Red Sun Superman. Yeah. Which is based on the Russians, like, getting. Yeah. Him and that was a phenomenal does. story, and too. Great, but and it still fits. Like, it doesn't matter where you put him. It yeah. Still I mean, fits. It, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you just got to find someone who can write for these video games and, you know, give them the limit. Because, I mean, people write these comic books that come out every month, you know, and Superman, it's like Superman has to deal with all these kind of things. Superman so it's has like, to mow the lawn. Yeah, Superman has to mow the lawn. Dang it. Well, that's what was funny is like... Holy like, kryptonite, Batman. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing here? Get back in the basement. Yeah, get back in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, so what a Superman game you're going to play, you know? But um, it's actually funny because, like, there's a great documentary on the... I have the box set of, like, the Superman movies. Anime. Oh, okay. Oh, and that, too, like, the animated one. But they have one on the box set with Brian Singer's uh, called Look Up in the Sky, It's a Birth on the Plane. And it's actually voiced, narrated by Kevin Spacey. Oh, wow. Who played Lex Luthor. And, and it's the all about, about that film. It's great because it's all about the history of Superman, like, where he came from, how they made it. Well, yeah, him. originally Superman was, like, he didn't even have the caper. He was just more like an acrobat. And he didn't have the ability to fly. It's he, actually... He was leaping. It was the radio... Ho- the, after they made a radio program of Superman, the writers of the radio program gave him the kryptonite, mm-hmm. changed it from the Daily... I think it was the Daily Bugle, and they changed it to the Daily, Daily Planet. Planet. Uh, they made Perry White. They made Olsen a main character. Um, and then what was really brilliant about Superman is then they gave him the ability to fly and the writing. like They were the ones who do that. And one of the best things that they did for him was the guy who played Superman would be like, this looks like a job for Superman. Superman. He would just change his his voice to do this. This looks like a job for Batman. Batman again. And what's really cool is they did a, uh, when they did the Fletcher cartoons, it was the same voiceover from the radio show of the Fletcher. That's why he was still able to do that, you know, kind of like voice talent. And they, that was one thing that they were talking about is 
the writer, there's a really great writer. He wrote for Joker and all these other characters, and he's been on a couple of those. If you ever watched the behind the scenes of any yeah. animated, it was always this bald guy with glasses. I forget his name right now, but he's like always written for all these DC uh, characters. Is this Tim Bruce or it might be Bruce? Okay. Yeah, and he was talking about like the Joker. Um, and he has one of the best lines about that. But when he was talking about Superman, he says there was a comic that they did where Superman, there was a star coming down. It was going to explode. Mm-hmm. And he flew up there and just like like blew it out. Like yeah. he blew out a candle. And he said like right then, like, okay, well, if a guy can do that, how can you make it hard? Like what can challenge him? Like what can make him? Yeah. So that's when they did that 1980s. They revamped him. Like they gave him like a Schwarzenegger kind of build mm-hmm. because like it made sense then. Like he wouldn't look like a acrobat. Yeah, an acrobat. He looked more like, like a, a bodybuilder. Because that's what we know as like being tough, oh, yeah. or strong, and that's when they started like destroying his suit more. They started making him more vulnerable to things like lightning. You know, like yeah, he can he doesn't die from it, but definitely, I mean, you got yeah, it by shocks him back and, and stuff like, like that. Well, so they, that's when they started having to like revamp him. And for a while, like they made it like where it was more of an emotional. Like they tried to make it more emotional for Superman. Like yeah. oh yeah, he can blow out a star, but like um, he's really not in, in tune with his feelings. And yeah. it really bothers Lois. Yeah. And it just made it like what the heck are they doing? Actually, I will say this, if they do decide to make a Superman game, like if they don't base it off of a movie, they just like to revamp it. I really will say please get the voice of Tim Daly who voiced him in the cartoon show cuz I think that was a phenomenal voice for Superman. I think he nailed it. It's kind of like the uh, the same guy who plays Batman, you know, like when I read a Batman comic, that's the voice I hear for Batman. Right, exactly. You know, especially when I read a Joker, I hear Mark Hamill's voice and all that kind of stuff so it's just you know but yeah actually that's actually i'm starting to believe we have the next week's question but i think the following week's question should be if there's what's a superhero game or even a super villain game that hasn't been made yet that you would like to be made you know like maybe even anti-heroes like maybe even you know i know they're doing deadpool game which i'm very excited for but what about a lobo game you know oh, what yeah. about you know some of these other kind of you know what, what what would be the perfect you know what was a super what's a superhero that hasn't been done and it could be across any kind of ca- comic franchise you know I mean they did finally make a Hellboy game it wasn't really that great but maybe they should revamp it you know maybe they'll do a new one you know something like that so it would be neat you have to see like who would play or who would voice them well I hands down if you're doing a Hellboy game Ron Perlman because he nailed yeah, that yeah. character we were just talking about that before but yeah I, I was to say for the following next week question because next week's question is going to be if you could make an arcade what would it be. And then the following week question, so we're knocking these out of the park, uh, will be if there is a superhero game that hasn't been made yet that you would like to be made, what superhero would you pick? What supervillain would you pick? What anti-hero would you pick? What would you like to see be made into a video game? And maybe, you know, who would you like to voice those characters? Who would you like to write it, you know? Uh, would you like it to be based off a movie? Would you like them just to pull maybe a story arc that was just fantastic? Like, I would love, like, uh, they tried to do that with uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 where they tried to make it the Civil War and it was cool, but I don't think they did it justice. I would like to just see a Civil War, you know, uh, a game, you know, just revamped and stuff like that. So, I mean, what what is something that you would like to see? So, uh, I think uh, I think we're going to be wrapping it up pretty soon, unless you have any other things you want to uh, talk about. Yeah, well, it looks like there's Bruce Tim, who's an who's an animator for that uh, that Bruce Tim, and then uh, I forget who the writer was on the. And that's what I was looking for. I couldn't find him, but once I find that guy, I'll post him and I post a thing about his uh, Joker. Mm-hmm. His Joker comment was like hilarious because it was talking about. I think it's on the Dark Knight. Beyond the Night or whatever. It's okay. like that animated one where they had all those other animations. Oh, oh you mean uh, Dark Night? Oh, what is that called? I have the The Dark of Night or the Night. No, Dark. no, I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, that was, a, oh, that was a really good so thing. So there's a thing on there about all the villains, and it talks about like which villain was the worst for Batman, and uh, it's more psychological, and they talk mm. about Scarecrow. Yeah. And they bring in all these writers and stuff from it to like, talk yeah, about who wrote, it. Yeah. And what was cool is they ended up doing one for the Joker, and they interviewed this guy, and what he said, he goes, he goes, the Joker, he goes, I love writing for the Joker. He goes, because the Joker, he'll 
He'll kill you dead because he doesn't like your shoes. Or he'll give you a million dollars because he doesn't like your shoes. He's just bonkers. And, like, he goes oh, on Oh, yeah, like, it, it's, it's like the guy, that's the thing, the guy he finds, like, the Joker finds most threatening is the guy who, it's like, if you don't laugh at his joke, if you do laugh at his joke, like, Perfect Concept was the time where Joker would make a joke in the animated series and nobody laughed. Yeah. But then Harley Quinn would say something, and one of his thugs would laugh, and, and then, then he'd be like, and he would like shoot the guy. So it was just like that's just how we were. Actually, that's a great. Uh, I should probably mention on the next uh, socially awkward uh, is one of the comics that is really good. is called Mad Love, oh. which was a uh, one where they actually where uh, the animated series decided to take and actually create their own Batman character for the first time ever, and oh. now she's canon, which is Harley Quinn. Oh, nice. Actually, if anything, I would love to see a Harley Quinn game. That would be pretty because neat. she is and kind that of one that they did with Poison Ivy during the animated series. Yeah, like where they kind of make it a girls game. Yeah, like cool a girls game. Like, you could do the whole like you could bring in the Batgirl as a villain. Exactly. You know, like I would you know. like to see that. Like maybe Harley Quinn, maybe the anti-hero. You know, because yeah, sometimes she is kind of like an anti-hero and stuff yeah, like that. She so plays I, a good role. That's that's going to be my answer. A really I would good like one. To see a Harley Quinn game. There's a really good one. I forgot to mention to you because you had asked me a while back about comics mm. to read. So there's the Batman, Superman, like Public Enemies. Yes. Like all these ones, and there's one that they do where it's a bizarre. What ends up happening is Joker tricks. Mixoplex into giving him powers, and he creates himself a Bizarro Batman. Oh, and it's hilarious because it's like Bizarro and, and Bizarro Batman like talk to each other, and like there's like where then Batman's investigating all these murders. So, like there's so much evidence here, I don't know what to do with myself. And that's like the joke is like he doesn't leave any evidence, but Bizarro Batman like leaves evidence oh, everywhere, yeah. and like that's what's hilarious about. It. And they talk like b- like reverse and everything. Yeah. So that was like a comic. I want to find that for you. Oh, okay, that's a good that's one. a good one as well. Because then what was cool is like then it's like something the Joker says like you know I might get to kill myself two Batmans tonight. So like he purposely made him just to kill him. Oh yeah. And then he's trying to to mess with the real Batman. And it was cool because what they do is, is like they're traveling through stages in their development. So like mm-hmm. they talk about both like when they were born, you know, when. Clark's born. He gets sent, gets picked up by a family, and he's yeah. raised, and la di da. And Batman, he, his childhood is ended because yeah. of that. And so, what's cool is as they're going through back in time, when they show that part, you know, Superman kind of puts his hand on him, saying like, "It has to be done this way." And Batman says no, and like lunges at the guy. Mm-hmm. And then so then it spawns like when Bruce finally, or when uh, Clark finally meets up with Bruce again later in life. Uh-huh. It shows how he his the life he had, and his parents are still alive. Yeah, he's more of like a playboy. You know, Batman's more of like a, a gimmick. Yeah, uh-huh. more because he runs. Yeah, remember when that guy tried to kill us, and that guy in a crazy costume like jumped out? Yeah, because as a kid he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't. Was, you know, but as Bruce being an older man, like, and then it's kind of like it's a cool story because then they have to go back. And let his parent like he has to literally like relive it again. Let his parents die. But what it's cool though is like it reinvents him. Like it really like reevaluates like why he's doing this. Because mm-hmm. you could think at first like maybe when he was younger, it was okay. Like okay, yeah, vengeance for your parents. All yeah. Right. But after a while, like you'd be like, what are you doing? Like they're dead. Like they've been dead for forty years. Like what are you still doing? So it was really cool that they brought that back to like really invigorate and really like bring back the fire as to yeah. why he's doing. You know this kind of thing. well. I guess the main concept is he didn't want anybody else to go through what he had to go through. Yeah, um, that was his main, you know, concern and stuff of that. He just wanted to, you know, it's just you know, bad. that's actually one big thing I really liked in Arkham City, where there's a part where you get to this alley and it's literally his parents uh, where they were shot, and you know, there's a rose there and everything like that. And if you actually wait there for a little bit, it gives you like an achievement slash trophy, and it's all like paying your respects. Right. So I'm like, that was kind of a cool little take on things like that. But uh, yeah, and that was good too because there's a there's another one, the Teen Titans or the Justice Le- uh, Young Justice that's on uh-huh. uh, Cartoon Network. They did an episode of that where him and they're inaugurating all these people into the th- show, and they talk about Robin. Mm-hmm. He's right away is like, yeah, Robin's in. He's like, well, we're supposed to vote on it, 
And he's like saying like, oh, are you trying to set him up to be like you? And he goes, I don't want him to be anything like me. And it's like the reason like he was able to capture the villain for who killed uh, Robin's parents. Because uh, Batman never did. Because never he didn't have that, and that's what he was. The whole point was, he's like, I want him to be like nothing like me. Yeah. And because he didn't kill that guy, he just said, let's bring him to justice. Yeah, bring him to justice. He had. Closure, he already. Yeah, he had. And he, he basically had, did that other path that uh, yeah. Batman never got to. You know, do that's actually one uh, one of the Teen Titans episodes I like when uh, uh, the one guy's like, look, Ra-, like the guy uh, I forget his name. I think it's Slane. Yeah, was it Sledge or Slade? Slade. Slade. Uh, yeah, he's all like, you know, Robin, you can, you know, I'll, you know, you know, can drape you in my own things. Like he's like, you know, I'll be more like a father to you. And then he says, like, I already have a father. You're just like, oh, and fuck. Shows, and then it shows all those bats. Yeah. So, like, it reevaluated, like. Reevaluated all that kind of stuff. So, I always kind of like that stuff. But, yeah, I really do like that with Batman where he was always like, you know, he, uh, that was like the thing when uh, his, uh, the second Robin died, you know, Jason. Uh, and then later on became the uh, red, oh that Jason you know later on became the uh, <laughs> red hood steal his tires oh that Jason yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, you know when he became like the uh, red hood and everything like that yeah. so I mean there's just a lot of good stuff and the, actually you know what I would actually like to also see like, maybe a Robin game they really haven't given Robin yeah, a very him, good like, you know what's it like to be in his shoes. E- even if it's not a Robin game even if it's a Nightwing game you know just something you know just like a different kind of you know thing like that so I think we're gonna wrap this up uh, for this episode of Arcade Bros um, you can find Kyle at. Uh, you can find me on Arcade Bros, either bros at arcadebros.com. Uh, on 360, I'm Broken Robo with zeros, R0B0. Um, and I have a PlayStation 1, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think have I've ever been on. Yet. I don't have a PlayStation yet, but I'm working towards it, especially with that new one coming out, and I'm trying to see like what's better by Um but you can find me there, Steve, where we can find you. Uh, I'm at Stephen uh, Mooney Jr. on the Twitter. Uh, you can also find me on the Socially Awkward show that I do with uh, the lovely host, uh, Eric Dewey. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, big announcements coming up soon. And this Mountain week that, Dewey. Uh, you can also find us on the iTunes. In fact, we're, uh, if you don't like listening to all the shows on the 4i Radio Network, we actually have gotten our own iTunes subscriptions. We're still waiting to hear back for the Arcade Bros. Aww. But if you just want to listen to Arcade Bros., yeah. you can just subscribe to us. So give us a like on also our uh, Arcade Bros. Uh, Facebook page. Uh, go ahead and check out new reviews that will be coming up soon on the website. Uh, also, you can find us on Stitcher under the 4i Radio Network. And also, you can just subscribe to Arcade Bros if you just like your video game fix. Uh, but I think that's going to wrap it up. So hopefully we'll uh, be consistent within the next one and still have episodes for you every week. We uh, you know, we had a little slack, so we missed up. So that's why I'm giving you a bonus thing right now where we're kind of – this was a bigger – longer episode for your kids so until next time kids this is player one and player two telling you to keep on gaming build more farms damn it still building those farms I'll give you a space chicken for some space wood (laughs) I'll give you some space chicken for some space wood Yeah, that's how it works. Again, this is Player One and Player Two signing off, and until next time, kiddies, keep on gaming. Remember the space chicken! Chicken!